like Tyler has become like the poster child for like simp culture. <laughs> what simp? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Welcome back to the Beach Rhymes and Debate podcast, where today we're going to be covering Tyler, the creator's recent project, Call Me If You Get Lost. Today, I'm joined by three other great guests. So if you can all just introduce yourself quickly. Hi, I'm Alicia. Hi, I'm Idris. And I'm Lex. At least for myself, um, I'm going to give this album, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a 4.1, a 4.1. And the reason why I'm going to give it that, yeah, is because I think this is a very ambitious project, you know, especially like in terms of, um, in terms of like the topics that he's looking to cover here. Like for me, like Tyler has become like the poster child for like simp culture. <laughs> what simp? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Simp. No, I no, get what you mean. Sen- in, the, in, in, in the sense of making music for them, that really kind of sums up, you know, the underdogs' experience and their battles. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think anyone, um, I don't think anyone quite hits the nail on the head as much as you know Tyler does, you know. And I think um, in this project. Um, he's really able to um, tackle like the emotional um, confusions of someone who is really just looking to find love, you know, and he mm. is really able to execute that um, conceptually, but also um, musically as well. And I think there's, th- there's a few little kind of elements that he's added to the album that just give it a lot of texture and life, um, okay. which is why I think I will give it that rating. Uh, for me, it's a five. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think all, all because of the reasons um, you just said, to be fair, I feel like Tyler's journey, I feel like this encapsulates where like he finally is at from bastard, like the rebel teenage boy to now like famous and like riches, but now he's like, the one thing he's still longing for is like a love, like a partner. Mm. For me, that's why it's a five because he's like the emotional journey that he takes you on throughout the whole album, I think is incredible. So, yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this a 3.75. <laughs> You're a hard man to please, man. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I haven't been into Tyler before and I think this project was the first one that I've listened front to back. And I actually had to go out of my way to research about Tyler and his creativity and kind of his brain because everything that I've got from him before was kind of like, you know, third parties or, or what I kind of see from the outside. I never was really into Tyler. So to go and kind of look up or look him up was a bit more of a present surprise because I got to see him as a multi-layered person as opposed to that, like you mentioned, you know, his early days, just crazy outlandish teenager who's just about to offend everybody mm-hmm. and had no to me no substance at all so having listened to the project and having appreciated a bit more of the the, the concept as well as the beats i was able to judge me different a bit different in different light 
but um yeah the project is cool um and yeah i can't really give him more than that sorry <laughs> it's cool um i rated the project a strong four it has room to like go up to a 4.5 but not a five um is that upon is that upon further listenings to it and you understanding it more or they just think he could have done more to bring it up to 4.5 i think it's not a five because he needed the features Mm. you know what i mean like i i really have a lot of respect for tyler as an artist and as a just a musician and a producer and kind of like what you guys were all saying he has grown tremendously and i kind of feel like this comment if you get lost album kind of comes full circle in a way with like uh bastard and flower boy and stuff like that it comes in eeyore like it feels kind of like another part of a series of you know they're all still like a part of the same project almost um but yeah at the same time i can't give like i said i can't give it a five because it needed the features that it had on there mm. and um but also it's still a very it is though still a very strong four because you can tell musically in his lyrics and in the production of his beats he has grown so so i think that's an interesting point um what you said regarding that the album itself needed its features right mm. so so what do you actually criticize an album um do you criticize an album based on the fact based on whether the artists themselves could have held their own throughout the album from start yeah i i do because this album now this project it was like easy for me to listen to like i put it on listen to it straight through and stuff but there was some songs that i had the kind of urge to almost change it and then a future came and i thought oh, okay cool now sorry i'll settle into it yeah, like yeah. i'll set i settle back into it so if i feel like Okay, I do judge an album off of that because I feel like if I have to, if I'm listening to an album and I feel like, okay, yeah, this other artist or these other set of artists was needed on there mm -hmm. and that artist couldn't kind of take it for themselves and alone, then yeah, I, I do criticize an album off of that. So. Okay, okay. I've never seen it that way, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an it's an interesting way of judging yeah. a project. Yeah. I was going to say I disagree because in terms of the features, because Tyler wants to be like a producer for other people, I think he was showcasing that with the features that, yo, I can produce like for 42 Doug, from, for Brent Fires, like, I've got so much range uh, for different people. So the features was the most impressive to me, like the range that he has for the people that he can feature on it from like little Wayne to, you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, f I think, um, I think as far as um, Tyler, the creator goes, um, I think his journey as an artist has been almost unparalleled. I think person, the closest person you can really kind of compare Tyler to is Kanye West as far as um, being able to switch their style um, and do so almost um, effortlessly because I'm not going to lie, like when I first started listening to Tyler, which was around like the bastard um, goblin phase, which was very kind of counterculture, which was very you know radical Edgy. yeah i was i was i couldn't actually picture him being able to escape mm. um that kind of um that persona. Th that persona that genre yeah. of music you know i could i just couldn't see it um but 
as we've seen as these as his careers blossomed, he's become this whole um New person, other person. artist. Yeah. You know? Like what what do you think has kind of contributed to him being able to explore himself um in the manner in which he has? Um I think that it's the fact that he's been so radical and he doesn't care like his fan bases is, you know, fan base kind of like like you said, Kanye, they're the kind of radical people that don't really care, like, this is the art I want to make, which I think makes him so kind of progressive, because, like, from Bastard and Goblin, the lyrics are highly unnecessary, like, the subjects he talks about. <laughs> That's like, way to put it. <laughs> like, highly it's not, the lyrics are, like, not great, but when I listen back to it, because I listened from Bastard up to um, Call Me When You Get Lost, I was like, oh, this was a guy that used to, like, hate himself really mm. in terms of like his sexuality mm. and then flower boy is the one he kind of like blossomed and mm. you know changed his trajectory um so i think that's what makes him kind of a special artist that you get to see his journey from like a rebe rebellious like teenage boy to like now i'm a grown man i have my own money now i need to be more responsible but love is still something i'm chasing after and kind of irresponsible in that way so i'm still kind of like human you know, he humanizes himself, yeah, which yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, in terms of his evolution, the part about humanity was a big one because looking back and uh, understanding the fact that in the mindset that he was at that time that he created Bastards and Goblin, he was a kid. He was yeah. a kid. He was playing around. He was goofing around. And that almost blatant authenticity is what has helped him mm -hmm. being able to change through times and still not being crucified for it. Because from the beginning, he was always clear about presenting himself as who he is. And the people who were, who were falling in love with him at that time were loving him for him, him and not necessarily for all, everything else. So as he was growing, I think people were able to identify the change and the growth uh, with themselves and then either grew with him or at least understood it for what it was. Because you, know, you have some artists, when they, they change their directions in terms of their artistic views, some fans love it, some fans hate it, but at least I feel like his fan base has respected him regardless of whether they liked it or not. Even me, who is not necessarily a fan of him, I can respect his, his personality, given the fact that I can see where he started and how he was able to change. So yeah, going from this out, <laughs> outcast in a sense to now being like a, a, a household name in the hip hop sphere, even the fact, even the fact that he doesn't necessarily want to claim hip hop like that, he always says, "I'm an artist. I'm not necessarily a rapper, or you know, mm. I do more than just hip hop." So, being that strong in his values and his principles of who he wants to be and how he wants to be seen is something that I commend. And uh, he created a whole empire by himself. So yeah, 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 for real. Is, is there anything you want to add to that? Let's yeah, see. no, I was just. I think probably it was somebody. Oh, forgot. I think it was Alicia actually who mentioned you can tell that he hated himself. Yeah. And I completely agree with that. And I know I know, Bastard and Gobbler were very vulgar, like graphic, outlandish kind of yes. albums and stuff. But yes. I'm actually so appreciative because I remember when Yonkers came out and even I think he got an award for it or something. I forgot what award show it was at the time, but I remember him getting an award for it. And I think everyone kind of in the crowd was like, 
Man, look at this weird emo boy, black boy getting <laughs> an award for like hanging himself and eating cockroaches and stuff yeah. like that. But I loved it. I just loved so much that he was eerie. I love that he he touched on that. I love that he was like that Asbo kid that <laughs> acted out in class. You know what I mean? And because on a personal level, I that was something that I resonated with, like mm -hmm. just having like issues in school and stuff or like with teachers or, you know, people like not getting along with your you know, fellow classmates and things like that. So, and he being from California as well, again, at the time that he came out, he, he touched on just different topics that other rappers at that time kind of wasn't. Like another rapper that I think was kind of similar is like Hobson. That's yeah, another yeah, one yeah, yeah. that kind of had that, stuff too. yeah, like that kind of had that dark, eerie feel. Like he's another one, but I really appreciated Tyler for that. So by the time that Call Me If You Get Lost came, you can tell that he's much more healed now. And it's like now, now that you say, okay, I wouldn't say that he was simpy. He is sappy. He is. A <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to come back to that comment. <laughs> I don't think he's he a simp. Oh no, I don't think I don't think he. No, I don't think that Tyler the Creator is a simp, right? Okay. I think that he makes music that simp people or simp people um, <laughs> can relate very strongly with okay, because there's a lot of um, emotional vulnerability mm. um, in, in his music, which can actually come across, um, come across initially as, you know, comic relief, as, mm. as, as something which is funny, but mm. it's really tackling, you know, serious... Mm -hmm. um, emotional kind of turmoils mm -hmm. that, that that people um, go through. Yeah, Tyler definitely loves the unrequited love story, and he does. He deals with like a, touches a lot of like on obsession. Um, when you like fall in love with someone like Eagle, was very much like a obsessive mm -hmm. album, and then I think this album still has like the themes of that, like that unrequited love of um, you know, I really want this person, but. They I can't get them. Yeah, I can't mm. get them. And that's the only thing. I have everything. I have cars, jewelry, money, but they still don't want me. They still want this other person. So it's dealing with the ego and obsession of like when you're in love. So yeah, kind of simpy, basically, is a simple term. Is <laughs> 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 the simple term for it? That's interesting. Um, I guess my understanding of simpy is probably maybe different. Okay. Um, I think I understand from what I at least got from social media is that somebody who goes through extreme length to get attention for someone else who probably doesn't care about them like that or or doing something basically going the extra mile for someone else who doesn't see you the same yeah way. I, I, I think that characterizes his music but i feel like well. i think in this scenario it's not that uh the other person maybe doesn't feel the same way towards them it's more so that they just can't be together i think um one of the songs is about him fighting for this girl and she ended up going with someone else and he's like Oh, I hope you that like, think about me when you're with him or something like that. Oh, Which, Wilshire. Yeah. Oh. And then Wilshire is, is another one where he he's literally like confessing about wanting to like steal his homie's girlfriend. And which I thought that was a bit cold, can't lie. But <laughs> But it's real emotions though. It's that real emotions, exactly. Through. And it's the fact that yeah, he's very honest about it. He can he literally drops so many clues. I feel like it is a true story and the person that it's addressed to is gonna sit down and listen to that and be like Yo, you're trying to come for my girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, which, which is funny uh, to think about it. But that level of transparency to some extent or that level of authenticity, is something that I appreciate, you know, is there's many people in day-to-day -day life who probably will have a friend that their girl is like a baddie and she's like, yeah, I want, I want you. Yeah, and yeah. I, I probably don't want to cross my homie like that, but if it wasn't for this, 
I'll probably go for you. And maybe in that case, yeah, it's very relatable to many people. I still wouldn't call that simpy some, to some extent. I can't lie. But I hear where you guys are coming from. It's, it's I said sappy. <laughs> I'll go with sappy, not simpy. Sappy for sure. I'm going sappy. It's, it's, it's interesting though, right? Because like we speak to um, Tyler, Tyler's previous works. Um, so Bastard and Goblin in particular, right? And obviously like when you're listening in real time, um, it's usually um, seen, I guess, nothing more as entertainment, yeah. right? Especially if you don't have like strong emotional connection to maybe what he's talking yeah. about. But in hindsight, um, we can look back on these albums as as you said and um and for it to be very clear that he was going through you know phases where he wasn't you know loving himself yeah mm. self-hate depression exactly mm. right all of that kind of mm -hmm. stuff um listening to this album then and taking that into consideration that like where would you then where would you say tyler is now at this at this present um juncture in his life going from um this this recent project musically or like artistically or personally or personally i'll say more i'll say more personally oh okay, okay. yeah you want to go no i'm thinking um, <laughs> again just he has everything in his life that he's ever wanted that he's happy a lot of there's some um songs on the album where he talks about he's really happy where he is he's traveling doing things that he never yeah. thought he would mm -hmm. do but then yes. that love aspect is the only thing that's kind of um eluding him yeah missing from you know which shows you can have everything you want but sometimes a romantic relationship is like having that foundation of someone is you know it, it makes me yeah. feel proud of him actually mm. yeah. a bit like i feel i feel that a lot when whenever tyler actually Throughout his musical career, there's been a lot of times I actually feel quite proud of him because he's very transparent, because he's very heavily emotional and he's very raw with those emotions and he doesn't hold back. And even and even though it can, like again, with Bastard and Goblin and stuff, it's quite vulgar. Now with the whole call me, you get lost, you know, you, you ask, okay, where is he at now personally? It seems like he is kind of coming to yeah, his place of joy, his place of like inner peace within himself. So I felt a bit of like, oh man, like, okay, the the boy got some healing, you know, yeah, like yeah, the boy, yeah. you know, the boy got some hope and, you know, he's found like, even though, even if he hasn't necessarily found love, he has, he's more content with him, within himself mm -hmm. now, more than, yeah, more than what he was back then. So I, I agree because I feel like in terms of when you listen to the album, a lot of it is very like, joyful celebratory mm -hmm. like he's talking mm -hmm. about traveling to these different places his passport is you know tatted up and i think the 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 the, 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 the fact that he's able to do so much and being able to be free i think yeah being free and being your true self and kind of fulfill your wildest dream is a part of this album and having done that i feel like he's quite content where he's at uh i was also going to point the fact that when he started off he was adamant in not chasing the mainstream he was mm -hmm. adamant in staying on the fringe mm -hmm. of society and being comfortable in where he is. Mm -hmm. So the fact that the mainstream came to him with all of his sales and his acclaims and everything like that, and he stayed true to himself, he never had to compromise maybe his, uh, his person to be able to gain all of these riches and wealth and everything like that. I can sense a sense of pride in that, the fact that he's, he's able to achieve all of that without basically 
catching a shortcut for yeah, example yeah, yeah. he put mm-hmm. in a lot of work over the years and he's grown and it's now recognized by everybody so i can see a lot of pride and com- almost like sort of confidence in in the project the fact that love is still eluding him though it kind of weighs on him but i think it's more maybe i don't think he's probably gonna dwell on it too much once he can have his uh days in the spa somewhere in switzerland or whatever <laughs> <laughs> like, like that comes out when maybe maybe he goes to bed at night but like the rest of the day he doesn't care that much mm. yeah i think i think you touched upon a really um a really interesting thing there when you're saying when when you brought up self-confidence like i really do think that listening to this um project as opposed to the others there is that confidence in the sense of do you know what um not everything is how I'd want it, but that's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, whereas yeah, whereas yeah. in other whereas in whereas in other projects, more so his earlier ones, um, there's that sense of like everything is everything is shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and he knows what the issues are maybe on the surface level, um, but doesn't really know the the true root. Yeah, the causes to what he's um to what he's you know pain is and with each kind of passing album Mm. um there seems to be more of um a sense of soul searching and him coming more into accepting himself Mm -hmm. you know for 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 who he is allusion to that he talks about how um he was a caterpillar turning to a cocoon and then when he came out as a butterfly he made flower boy and I feel like that is a perfect illustration of his growth where he was a caterpillar. He was just out and about being wild and everything like that. And then maybe when the first few projects started picking up heat, he became a cook and he had to kind of self-examine himself and look inside and find out who he is as a person necessarily and where does he want to go in the future. And then when he came out with that, it, that, that better confidence to himself, he came out with Flower Ball where he was a bit more open about his sexuality, yeah. owning up to the fact that you know he is bisexual and that he's just going to be himself no matter what people say um and since then his artistry has just gotten better and better like he's been getting more acclaim from that mm-hmm. and i remember he was picking up an award i think it was for ego actually but he was saying something like i'm the he says something about being the best of something and the fact that he produced everything on this album by himself mm-hmm. like that's something to commend you know the mm-hmm. fact and that album was nice so again, production-wise on this song, I'm seeing myself bopping to the beats and I'm seeing myself like jamming to the, 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 the songs that go with it. And I feel like he's really writing the beats really well, but obviously he made it himself. So I kind of want to give him props for the fact that, yeah, you're really amazing. Like you've created this lane for yourself in hip-hop culture and you really stuck to it. And now you really, like nobody, nobody comes for you. Like nobody's, you know, is it's on par with you and you were uh, you were also mentioning earlier how if you want to look at somebody to compare him to you have to go for like a kanye like that's a big thing you know the yeah, fact yeah. that you can mm-hmm. you can be compared to someone like a kanye it's it's testament of your your awesomeness um now i definitely think that um you know tyler the creator is just genius level mm-hmm. you know and i think it's quite interesting um where you kind of see where he started out from like with Odd Future and then you kind of see all the people that's kind of sprouted from that you know you have you know Earl Sweatshirt um, you have Frank Ocean you have the internet 
internet, yeah. Yeah. you know, and all these people Steve are Lacey and yeah, all of these sort of Haji beats, yeah, exactly. Awesome people, yeah. you know, great exactly. lyricists, great artists as well, yeah. That's even so. uh, even better than Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know. yeah, and uh, then people who were affiliated to him, they were not necessarily in old feature, but they were just around the camp as well. Like you have like a, a Vince Staple, for example, who's also mm. he was mm. he's an offshoot of the old future movement, but mm -hmm. not necessarily among the collective. And he's yeah, he's 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 done really well in terms mm -hmm. of creative genius and creative direction. Yeah, to me, I, Tyler is like the last of the MTV generation, where it's like he grew up like. With black kids back then, it's like you listen to rock and then hip hop, but he was like an amalgamation of like both, which I think is why so many like alternative black kids like loved him. And then yeah. the confidence he has now, the journey, I feel like a lot of alternative black kids have taken that journey with him as well. It's like, mm. oh yeah, I'm a confident adult now. I'm not like that emo teenager anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so that he's, I think, yeah, he's he's amazing. Kind mm. of, yeah. and, and I think on that, I think he's really kind of helped people um he's really helped people be able to openly like categorize themselves mm -hmm. whereas um whereas before it may have been a lot difficult to do so because there wasn't really anyone um i guess on the mainstream level mm -hmm. um that was spearheading you know that level of um that that, that level of vulnerability you know uh, that level of um quirkiness yeah well. exactly mm -hmm. exactly he, he's a very quirky guy um <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't going to use weird for him but he's a very quirky guy yeah. because of the things that he's into like why are you eating a cockroach on tv like, that's just weird but you know <laughs> he did himself yeah um, um any word about the futures yeah, I wanted to say really quickly that I'm actually really glad that with the features they had, like Little Wayne, and I'm not going to say Fro because Fro so somewhat similar song, but Little Wayne, and um, I think it was what NBA Young Broke. Yeah. Um, I felt like he brought them into his role. Like Tyler brought these artists into his role rather than making a beat or a production that was suit like a Lil Wayne type beat. You know what I mean? Or mm. making it so much sounding like the feature of the artist that he that he put on. Mm. So um no I think that's what I liked a lot. I almost uh, didn't recognize Lil Wayne on that. Oh really? I almost didn't recognize it. Mm. I was like I can feel the familiarity but I had to like really look up the lyric the the the, the, the feature again and be like, oh this is Lil Wayne. I feel like that was a really incredible verse though. Can't yeah, yeah that it was, was really I thought it was a stellar verse. It was a really good verse. I get why he did that. There was like a throwback to like the mixtape. With mm. DJ Drama. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah I thought that was is. I thought that was really yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really good actually, yeah. like how he was able to to bring in DJ drama mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then use it to like just add further texture mm. to the album. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. it's little kind of touches like that mm. which really kind of raises mm. you know the overall mm. you know um experience um of the project mm. Mm -hmm. no the features strongly supported the project yeah, even yeah. with rise up like yeah. it just strongly strongly su supported it yeah yeah i think i think that was a i think that was a pretty good yeah. kind of overview um of the album is there any like last thoughts that you lot may have before we before we wrap up no, as I think yeah, it was just a throwback to like the online um, mixtape generation. Like you couldn't you couldn't have done that without Lil Wayne. This album, I don't think, yeah. because <laughs> Lil Wayne was like a pioneer of like the online like um, line, like LimeWire days, yeah. YouTube mixtape. 
And Tyler's like, as I said, the last of that mixtape generation that came up with like Drake, um, Kendrick, J. Cole. Like he's a part of that franchise of them days. So mm. I thought it was an amazing album, yeah. Yeah. Um, having actually spoken about the album myself and remembering some of the things that I listened to, I'm, I'm willing to give him like a 3.85 now. So <laughs> <laughs> You're so, so kind. Yeah. So yeah, I think, yeah, that's kind of my final thing. Yeah. Yeah, I see we were really in support of Tyler. <laughs> um, no, my final thoughts really are, is that I'm just, yeah, I'm just really pleased. I'm really pleased with this project. I feel like by the time this project came out, it really has come full circle with his previous work. And um, I'm very curious to see how different the next album would be, though, yeah, in yeah. all honesty, like I really was, because I was quite skeptical about this album, especially after Eeyore, um, Igor, but... Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious about his next projects after this. Cool. Uh, awesome. Uh, huh? Yeah, awesome. Just awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well that that rounds up today. And thanks everyone, you know, for coming mm. through as always. I really appreciate that. Um and thank you um for watching. Um stay tuned and we're gonna have a lot more content coming your way. Um as always, um comment um in the comment box below, subscribe. And also um, follow our IG, which um, should be at the, the bottom of the screen. Okay, everyone. Peace. 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 Bye.